And we are back to another episode of Airing It Out, Season 4, Week 15 of the NFL Playoffs. Dave, playoffs? Welcome to my co-host, Dr. David Drew. Dave, it's time. It's that time of year. What an ending. You know, for winging it, that was a pretty great intro, I have to say. That was great. Playoffs! Playoffs? (laughs) You know... First off, I think I'm just sad that we're at the playoffs already. Yeah, like, sad. It's always, it, not to quote Donald Trump directly, but sad. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I just, I, it, it, it's the happiest and saddest time of the year at the same time. And not to stroke on the seasonal affective disorder thing here, but like, you know, it's getting dark outside. Yeah. We actually kind of get to, you know, things are slowing down. People are taking time off from work. We can actually sit down and think about football. It's true. And it's all going to be over. It's over. It's all gonna also, be over when you're in the losing bracket. You you also are you're done pretty early. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually done. <laughs> we don't really have to play a team. That is the I, I guess the harsh reality of us doing um you know the six team playoff is there's yeah. more teams on the outside looking in and yeah um and because we do this one the standard way you know we start this you know so we're not playing the last week of the of the regular season though. I'm curious to see now with the new schedule, how much that actually impacts teams. Cause there's so many opportunities to get into yeah. the playoffs. Um, you know, I, it's funny. I've been thinking lately, I'm a little bit like, you know, I think I'm a little bit in the uh, NFL department where I thought maybe, maybe we should look at the bylaws a little and do a little possible playoff expansion so that there's only really one bye week or uh, one person gets a buy and then the others have to kind of play. But I mean, I I can't remember all the way back to why we did it this way. So I didn't want to be, your sponge brain will probably tell us exactly why we set this up instead of 16 (laughs) instead of seven. (laughs) I think the issue, I don't know how you do the math. If you only have one bye week, because you basically have to let every buddy in right because you still have to end up with an even number of teams after the first round so you could let in uh you have to expand by two you'd have to go to nine you'd have to go to nine yeah because then you would have eight teams still no i guess i guess you could do seven you You could add one slot right because then it would be three matchups uh to get into the next round Right. Um, and then, and that, you know, that's not a terrible idea. We could think about it mainly because yeah. we don't have any, um, we don't have any award for winning the regular season. You know, that's like correct. in the other leagues, that's in the other correct. leagues that we play in, the winner of the regular season gets a gets payout. Or yeah, something. or yeah, yeah it gets right, yeah. gets something. Or gets right? something, yeah. Right. Right now or two, all bi- are two keepers or something. Yeah. It gets you by the only thing that is I mean, here, so it's like the top two. Now I would I would argue putting myself in other people's shoes. I've been in the buy spot a lot, which means yeah. I'm I, like no matter what, you're guaranteed to play for third place in any given year. And that's probably not the like that's pretty that's a pretty good benefit overall. Yeah. So if you don't allow two to get in and there's like one really good team, like Stav's obviously been in this spot before. Um Dave, I think, has been in this spot. Ray before. probably been in this spot too, maybe. Yeah. It, like I wonder if it there's enough of an implicit value to the fact that you get the buy. Yeah. 
I should we should say that Declan is joining this, and oh, so Declan at some point, if you're watching this on the video, at some point you're going to see a little hand come up, grab this <laughs> microphone, and smash me in the face yeah. with it because that's what he's. It's he's funny. Trying to I, do. I was when I did the the intro, I was going to do, and I like to welcome my co-host, Doctor and Declan Drew. <laughs> <laughs> he's all of a sudden Declan decided to be the honorary. Uh, co-host at this point in time that's right oh now fenway's coming in so we're we're oh, running a whole animal are. farm over here it's yeah, like i have um i'm dr doolittle and jeff yeah. sieber as a <laughs> my i have a my somebody no one yeah no one's coming in over here that's I'll, it i'm gonna pay someone to break into one of yes, these for you it'll be great um yeah well, anyway something i guess something to think about i guess i don't know it I, you, just, know, I, you know put a little value in and i'm thinking maybe we need to have a summer owners meeting an owner's meeting an owner's meeting and you know bylaws can be as much as i hate to say that word out loud the bylaws can be uh announced from the floor and we can vote on them and see if we we want to change anything a little intranet i also you know there's a lot more to this league that i think we should enhance it in time like i think uh, tim has talked for a long time about uh I think maybe a logo for the league or something. Like I believe a logo that. exists. He just got to, he's got to execute. Yeah. He's got like it. the whole, sh- that's our public challenge. Thing. That's our public yeah. challenge. To and I, I also think we should, I know this is really stupid and I know that nobody would agree with me, but I think we should assign team colors. Like, I think we should do something where we have to incorporate team colors. Team color, you know, and uh, you know, those kinds of things that we could do. And, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally, I'm this whole idea of like a, intranet like where i can go and find all the bylaw all the rules the thing i got we got to get a centralized place man we we're really we, we need an intern that's all i said well time. look I, all i'm saying is there's been a lot of ideas that are thrown out to from the league yeah uh and it's it's a trophy it's a, it's a collective latest. issue that's the latest it's gotten a little mm-hmm. traction on the trophy yeah um if you haven't been paying attention to the chat i think we've given matt hanley the go-ahead he's volunteered to yeah. to find a trophy I gotta be um, honest with you. I don't think there's a price that I would not pay to have a trophy in this league. That's like, fair. I, I, I just don't like. I, if somebody says that you owe forty dollars for a trophy because we bought a seven hundred dollar trophy, I think I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think I would too. I would also say like if we spend more than two hundred dollars on a trophy, it better be like a deer head or something. Yeah. But no one wants that in their house, so don't do that. No. Matt. That wasn't <laughs> an idea. Don't do that, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I'm in on a whole trophy situation for this league in particular. And it, I think it does. I think this one's going to be needs to be crafted pretty well. Like this has to be special, right? Yeah. I mean, we do have the trophy for the other league, which I'm looking at right now that has yeah, not been updated since 2017. It's it, an amazing be, trophy though. It is an amazing trophy. But this one, I think, I think I hate to say it. We can do the trophy right away. There's a lot to say about this topic apparently for me, but I feel like almost like the logo has to be kind of developed and agreed upon because then the trophy may play into some aspect of of that you know the nfl super bowl trophy and the nfl thing you know it's all kind of all right so with that i i motion since the motion to vote and approve this we're apparently in parliamentary procedures here on <laughs> the league of ordinary gentlemen um i am going to motion to vote that we form a committee a, a, a trophy committee. action committee the TAC. yeah, yeah. uh that the TAC needs to meet it, it's going to be chaired by matt and and uh and tim yeah, and and part of their their charge is to finish the logo and come up yep. with a trophy and come up with a trophy. I think it's the right thing. Okay, I, I, our dream has always been is to to grow this like the NFL has grown over the years. We want right. to be a entity in a corporation that's bigger, and then we get sponsorships. Like I'm Pepsi. still waiting for like the multi billion dollar contract that I'm supposed to get though, as part of like being a commissioner. When do that's I get right. that? <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, it's coming. You know, get checks in the mail. Find checks in the mail. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
so anyway, so yeah, so we so playoffs. So here we are. Big, big, big yeah. week to get to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. frankly, there were fun. some pretty big watch. surprises. Watch. It was fun to watch. It was very fun to you know everybody was kind of plugged in last week and we went we already covered this so we won't go through it too much but there were six teams tied for uh going into the playoffs of six and seven right um everybody kind of was in control of their own destiny the only matchup that was definitely going to be definitive was between uh matt hanley and the q garden uh bulldogs and uh the davis square hipsters yep. or so we thought so we thought so we thought so <laughs> the the davis square hipsters tease off against uh the q garden bulldogs ultimately like the, it seemed like it was going to be uh, uh close we started giving matt a little bit of uh like a ribbing because he dropped the the, the tight end okunkwu ok- yeah um and and we maybe just because none of us could say his name and he was, was doing us albert a favor o? was that albert o? no that was no that's that was long that's ogan yeah. that's the guy you. from from uh <laughs> from denver he was yeah. there um, no, this is this is a different guy who's quite he actually had a very good day. I think he had like two touchdowns or something. Um, ultimately, he played Hunter Henry and he almost scored huge with Hunter Henry, which would have only put him down like another 10 points from having to come back against the Davis Square Hipsters. But Davis Square Hipsters ends up winning 108 to 78. Matt's thinking I'm done. I'm just done. He's yeah. out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, powered by again the DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett uh matchup for for Davis Square Hipsters. They still are paying dividends. You know, it's it may be the best example of a two wide receiver tandem that actually works in the NFL. The you know, I Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen used to be in that conversation. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they are anymore. Adam Thielen's not the same. Um Justin Jefferson's a beast, but yeah. Um, I- yeah, it's actually kind of fun to think about that for a minute because I'm thinking like maybe like maybe Chris Godwin and Mike Evans at some point, but not they, really. Yeah, yeah they were maybe for um, like a season. But then I got thinking like maybe Tyreek Hill and um, Travis Kelsey, but that's not two wide receivers. Wide receivers. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, it's I guess maybe like Jerry Judy and um, Jerry Judy and uh, and Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton for a moment. Yeah. The other, the, probably the closest, truthfully is uh um oh shoot i just had it um is jamar chase and t higgins okay that's a good one if they stay healthy that's probably the the best yeah that's a the good second one. best wide receiver tandem yeah. where you it would be beneficial to you to have both of them in case one goes down right yeah. but also you could play both of them in any given week yeah. and probably reliably get some wide receiver two points out of the other guy that's yeah. that's kind of what you want to think about with these wide receiver tandems right it's like there's security blankets for each other if yeah. one goes down you've got the right guy i mean that's that's the definitely the position where tim's in at the same time though like i think dk metcalf and tyler lockett are unique in that if one of them goes down i think the value for the other is worse yeah because i think they both Seems get so like many it. opportunities because they're so good together yeah. that the defenses have to key in on both they can't just key in on one you lose one. I wonder if they're still that strong. I think that's the case with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. You know, Jamar Chase goes down. T. Higgins plays fine, but he doesn't get the kind of numbers he gets yeah. when Jamar Chase is in the game. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I, DK Metcalf, and I mean, they've been sustained this for, what, maybe three years? I mean, even since DK Metcalf came into the into the league, I feel like he's been really good. I um, I was not a big DK Metcalf fan coming in. Like, I, I was sort of mixed on him. 
but he really has been a very good wide receiver in the NFL. He has. I mean, he's a little wacky out there. He's like, yeah. he's like almost like OBJ, but yeah. you know, ultimately uh, big. I, I also think this is another example of where Tim's trade for Justin Herbert really helped him out. Right. Justin Herbert got 27 points. Um, yep. He may not have traded for Gino, which would definitely get him back in that triumvirate. We got to get it into every episode. <laughs> triumvirate. Uh, Tri- and <laughs> by 2023, Jeff will understand that. <laughs> I need a, I need the, uh, the, what you call it, spelling. I need the uh, phonetic. <laughs> Use it in a sentence. Uh, <laughs> can I get the past participle or whatever they ask for? I don't know. Anyway, so um, Matt really ultimately, though, was really hurt by his running back game. He obviously he had said, you know, I played I should have played J.K. Dobbins. I agree, Matt. You should have played J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins had 18 points. Uh, every indication that had kind of come out before, and I don't know if he just not seen this, was that J.K. Dobbins was coming back and Gus Edwards was probably yeah. not going to be playing much. That game, and I don't know if anybody else watched it, but the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game was brutal. Awful. Like Meaning like the amount, the referees weren't calling anything, but multiple players were leaving the game. Like they were, there were so many illegal hits. It was like old school Pittsburgh, Baltimore games, like with oh, Ben yeah. Roethlisberger and and uh, Ray Lewis trying to kill people. Um, you know, I do. Do you think that was good, Declan? That one got Declan. Ooh. So, um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I I don't know exactly what his reasoning was, but I definitely would have I would have slotted J.K. Dobbins in there. I think. Um, but obviously, you look at Matt's bench; and he just doesn't have that many options from all of the injuries. So, ultimately, I think it just came at a bad time. You know, for him, Kareem Hunt didn't do anything. I don't. Kareem Hunt's not really doing anything now with Deshaun Watson there. Maybe because they have more of a running quarterback that they don't need two running backs. I don't yeah, know what's yeah. going on there, but either way, solid showing from uh, from the Davis Square hipsters to to win and in for him. Um, the other consequential matchup, two. There are actually two. You and Tom, yeah. both sitting at the bottom of the lead, cannot change your draft position at all. Yeah, both played the perfect role of spoiler. Yep. Let's talk about uh, you uh, first, I think, because Kevin's and Tom's is just a little more interesting at the end of the day, mainly because the dad bod was in ish. There was a chance if there was a win out situation that Patrick may not have made the playoffs. Um, so losing, he really was just... rooting for everybody else to lose. Yep. Right. Um. So final score, 106.5 to 85. Um, this is with you not having the best performance from your yeah. team either. Yeah, I I didn't have Jonathan Taylor here this week, so I definitely um, struggled around that. And I really, I mean, thankfully, James Conner came through, I think mostly because probably Kyler got hurt early and maybe they ran a little bit more. But and then obviously Evan Ingram went off here. But I, I was actually surprised, to be honest with you. I was shocked. I thought I thought like I'm not gonna win this one, but I did, and I I felt kind of good about it. Actually, you know, I don't feel good about this win per se. I feel good that I finished five and nine. I feel like I I, I really played out the season. <laughs> yeah, you know, I the one thing you you brought up Evan Ingram. Where the hell was this Evan Ingram while he was yeah. with the New York Giants? Pro Bowler Evan Ingram. Well, Jason Garrett. Oh right, Jason Garrett. That's Jason Garrett. That's, that's the, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the issue. Jason anyway, Garrett kill any player. True. Yeah. True. But, you know, like, honestly, the Giants looked so bad. You know, I, I Patrick 
has to like i mean he gets double whammied here because he is a giants fan and also has to watch the giants suck yeah um yeah. and then watch saquon get no points yeah. i mean they were so down so early in that game saquon was they weren't even playing the starters in the fourth quarter well i didn't also i just i didn't pay that much attention but apparently apparently saquon had a, a, like a neck injury during the week so he didn't yeah. they cautiously used him I also I thought think, was kind of interesting. I think that happened during the game, and then it really cropped up during the week. Because is that what happened? I, yeah. I, if I recall, the week before he he had left the game early. Yeah. Um. So I don't really know. I like it did. They were talking about him maybe not playing. Ultimately, he did play, but I don't know the. I don't know what his other option would have been. He's still playing Dante Foreman. I guess he could have potentially put Mike Williams old. Old, old uh, reliable star of the show, Mike Williams, old who ended reliable. up having a great, great week, 17 points. So um, Patrick will likely play him this week and then he will likely get zero points because that's how Mike Williams <laughs> do. Williams goes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but kind of a big repercussion drops him to seven and seven games are not really figured out. He was pretty much done early. We knew you were going to win. Um, you know, you had a, a lead before James Conner played. Um Jeff Wilson didn't get you any points. James Cook didn't get you any points, but you still pulled off a pretty big upset win here. And I'm sure that was making Patrick sweat a little bit, but I think Patrick was not very thrilled with his team after, after this game. Yeah. Well, now that the buys are done, hopefully we can all be on this. I know we should talk about that ground. before we go to the next game. These buys yeah. in week 14, I think Tim brought it up in, in context of the other league that he didn't even have yeah. anyone to play. They are really consequential. They are. And, and it's interesting late. Do you get the sense the NFL is starting to bend the presentation of the schedule and everything to to sports betting and fantasy football a little bit more? Because obviously that's driving a lot of their viewership. But the, the first thing is these bye weeks late in week 14 kind of suck for fantasy football. That obviously was a repercussion of them elongating the schedule. I don't understand why they don't just start bye weeks a little bit earlier. But like this week, there are three Saturday games. Yeah. Which is weird. And they're, one. Like, they're, they're kind of like important Saturday. I mean, like the Dolphins Bills game is a big game. It, I don't understand it. Number one, they're all on NFL Network. So I don't know if that means you can watch them on NFL Plus if you paid for NFL Plus. No, you but cannot. all three are on NFL Network. So, like, is this the like try to drive cable subscriptions uh, or something? But like, it spreads out the schedule significantly. I'll tell you this much Red Zone on Sunday is going to suck because there's only yeah. going to be like four games on Sunday. Yeah. Um, they're keeping the Thursday game. So it's not like there's three Saturday games because there's not a Thursday game. Yeah, yeah. So just to clarify here, now we have Thursday night football, all day Saturday football, yeah. all including Saturday night, all day Sunday football, including Sunday night. Now, mind you, you and I last weekend were like, we could really yeah. go for a 930 yeah, game. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Let's get rid of all this other crap NFL and bring yeah. back regularly the 930 a.m. Yeah. Sunday this time game. of year. Oh, I love it perfect. this time of year. Yeah. yeah. And then the garbage product that is Monday Night Football, we're going to have yeah. to watch as well. So there's yeah. like, why is it so spread out? Is it so that people watch more? They bet more. Maybe the people are feeling like, oh, I got my holiday bonus. I got a bet and yeah. get more. Like, what is, I where, mean, I where do you think the rationale is? The, the, the NFL has put NFL, uh, late season games on Saturday, mostly because I think the college football schedule has loosened up quite a bit. There is no more real college football, but not like three. Right, but you know, also not week four. And not week 14. We still have yeah. a Although month there, left the in the NFL was season. Only 16 weeks. So I'm thinking maybe, you know, maybe that's why they sort of kept it around that. But I, I'm with you. I mean, I, 
if I were the if I were the Bills, the Bills, and I mean Penner probably relate to this. They have had the weirdest schedule this year. I mean, from from Thursday games to Monday night games to winning, and to, to um, I think they were part of the Thursday opener. Then they played on Thanksgiving. Then they then they now they're playing on a Saturday. Plus, they had I, to play a Thursday game in they, Detroit, and then they had to go to Detroit, and then they had to go back to Detroit. Like I tell you, the Bills. I mean, I'm not saying that their, their sort of fluctuation has been because of that, but man, they play a weird schedule this year. I think it schedule. has to have something to do with it. These guys aren't recovering back at their home facility. They're not, yeah. they're having short weeks. Like I it definitely ha- it has something to do with Boy. it. By the way, if you weren't paying attention to that conversation about the Buffalo reporter who asked the question about like, yeah. you think it's like, yeah, play calling is yeah, not good. That's... And Josh says, yeah, kind of knows the guy. <laughs> oh, really? oh yeah. Cause you said in the chat. Yeah. yeah he went to like yeah. high school with his son. Yeah. And his daughter's like a supermodel showgirl in, in uh, Vegas, which yeah. Penna said doesn't have an OnlyFans for those of you who want to go oh. look. But uh, anyway. um, You know, uh, speaking of which, the Monday night game this week is the Rams and the Packers, and I'm not sure anybody will watch that game. But apparently the Rams play on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And apparently the Rams are really – they're starting to like – I guess they're really nervous that nobody's going to watch because they're not good. Now I don't know if Baker Mayfield will help change people coming or not, but I think that even the Christmas day game for them, I think is, Oh, it's Rams Broncos at four 30. And I'm thinking they're just afraid that nobody's going to go to SoFi on Christmas day and watch that game. <laughs> it's be so terrible. I guess maybe one reason they shifted this is because Christmas is Sunday. So there's only three games on Sunday. There is. Yeah. Next week, which like frankly is a little weird, but in some ways I guess is better because people will actually watch football they wouldn't watch it on christmas day but like i don't want to be the team that's playing on christmas day i guess yeah, it's, it's one thing for, on thanksgiving christmas eve yeah one boy that's exciting yeah i got um, all all of our things happen on christmas eve i'm not gonna be able to watch any football and this is gonna uh, be the playoffs like ah playoffs <laughs> i don't actually have things um so it's funny actually christmas day is like packers dolphins broncos rams and buccaneers cardinals oh no one wants to watch that no oh. i'm gonna I have to watch christmas story all day long i guess <laughs> watch christmas story then go to a christmas story yeah. christmas did you watch it yet i did it's fantastic it's so good so yeah. good but also like all of these holiday movies like if you've lost someone in your life like yeah, in real life, yeah, don't yeah. watch a single holiday. No, movie. no, no, no. Like no, the no. the holiday the Hollywood writers no. need to move away from this theme. It's not good, not good. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. Okay, we are way off track. <laughs> we are way. We lost the thread. We lost the track. We're not even, even Declan's like get track. back on get back on topic. Get back on. All topic. right, I got. So stuff back to, to the scores. I think actually of the scores this week, I think the most important thing that everybody wants to hear on this show today is that you didn't score 150. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, 148.5. That's true. 148.5. I came close. Yeah. I came close. But your um, nemesis, Boston Gang Stop, puts up 137. So I don't know if he's inching a little bit closer to you. I, and then, uh, no luck. Literally, kind of, he's, I think he, I think he struggled around the quarterback because Daniel Jones did not have a good week and Justin Fields was on by. But, um, these are your, I think these are your competitors in a lot of ways. I, I don't mean to be offensive to others that are in the playoffs, but those are big names right there. I will say, like I, this was an interesting preview of playing against Ray. Um, you know, and I didn't have some players like Aaron Jones. Um, I didn't have Zaire Franklin at linebacker, like guys that I normally would put into my lineup. Um, but he had to play Daniel Jones. Obviously, this team is different with Justin Fields at quarterback. Yeah. Um, but he had to because Kenneth Walker was injured. 
he had to play um he had to play uh Travis Homer and Travis Homer ended up not doing anything really and so th- i think his team is a lot scarier with Kenneth Walker there um Keenan Allen had a fine week but with Mike Williams back like the balls been, this yeah. is the I problem think, when they're both back you know so i think T Higgins is probably the key to that one too putting up zero is not like him yeah, that's that's for sure. He's had a couple like great weeks, but you know, it's cuz Jamar Chase is back, right? We were talking about this a little bit. Yeah. Like so I don't know, I don't really understand why Travis he didn't Kelsey have a also has been held down a little bit lately. He said last two weeks is seven three points, but Yeah, yeah uh, well, I don't know. We'll see, but this could I mean, it could be a nice preview of the of the championship game yeah. potentially. I I always worry about Stav in the playoffs. Stav's team does nothing but score yeah. points we we know this so um problem is i think lamar's got the key to that one right like we'll see where lamar ends up yeah all right we're gonna pause here for a second too yeah i mean i think i think lamar jackson's injury is a big one um and so that said brock purdy did still are, have. well are you on the brock purdy train like are we i mean well first off i would there? say normally no yeah, i would because tampa's not good I did hear like you could pull in like anybody off the street and they could they could throw for 300 yards in the San Francisco offensive scheme, which is probably true. And but defense is good. look, I'll say this much about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is doing things in his first two weeks in the NFL that Daniel Jones has not done in four years. I agree. He, he goes through the progressions. He plays the safe play. Yep. He's not trying to run out of the pocket. He stays in the part, pocket and throws that which we've talked about Daniel Jones, the guy's six, four, six, eight, whatever Daniel Jones is should just stand in the pocket and throw the ball instead of being an idiot. But yeah, he's an idiot yeah. and he has no pocket presence. I think Brock Purdy has been playing pretty well. He's not turning the ball over. He's, yeah. you know, he's playing just fine. So well, I think he put up Jimmy G numbers. I mean, they were yeah. the same. I think he did a good job managing that offense. Like, yeah, they don't need him to throw the ball that much. And they have good running no. backs there. They, yeah. uh, so they, I, I, let me say this, a great though, defense, you... a great defense. Well, yes. So, let me ask you. So if you're going into the playoffs here in uh, your fantasy football league, are you confident in going, see, you're the, you're the kind of the catch, right? Like you, you're going to score 140, 150, 160, somewhere in there. People like, keep just, saying that about my team. I don't know. I if mean, that's you true. just do. I mean, you have a really good, I mean, like, I mean, you can be humble, but at the same time, like, it's just, it's a really good team. You have good players. So I think, I think I can routinely put up 120, 140, I, 150, 160 are good weeks. I think in order to beat you, somebody's got to put up 157. Fair. Okay. So are you, are you, is stop yeah. putting up 157 with Brock Purdy? Where he could put up 157 with Lamar. Yes. You have to be, it has to be your concern, right? Like you, going into the playoffs, like he doesn't have much choice. I mean, I mean, Lamar may come back and it might be really great, but we'll see. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to look. I, I look at it. Stop's team is very similar to mine, right? He's getting the, the, the core of his 150 points. Yeah. Is coming not from his quarterback. Yes. The problem we've talked about this in the past during the regular season when he's in the buys and he's slotting in these weird guys to fill in for his position players because he doesn't have a bunch of position players that can slot in and replace the production of Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and A.J. Brown or Raheem Mustard in this case. Like, that's where he gets into trouble. That's why he doesn't put... That's why he needs Lamar to make regular season wins. When all these guys are playing it's less risky for him to not have Lamar. Yeah. You need a guy who's going to put up 20. And if, well, now if Brock Purdy can put up 20, he's yeah, but in now every he's got game. three. So now he's got Brock, he's got Christian McCaffrey, and he's got Ayuk in there, which, I mean, maybe he'll switch it around a little bit, but um, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, 
what happens here. I, I, I think Stav is not an, he's a hard out. Like it's hard to get Stav out. I, you know, I think Matt probably does not beat Stav in this, this upcoming week. Um, but I mean, it's, you know, I suppose things could go kind of sideways. Plus they San Francisco plays us tonight. So they play Thursday night game. So yeah, that, that it's going to be probably you'll plays know. very well for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I don't know. I it's going to be interesting to see how this matchup goes. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm sorry that I got us sort of out of whack here, but I guess I don't know if that I'm on the Brock Purdy train. Listen, I'm on the Brock Purdy train more than I'm on the Joe Burrow train. Does that help? That that's just because you hate Joe Burrow. That has nothing to do with Joe actual Burrow. assessment of talent. That is right. I do. Me and Josh Allen, we're good friends, but me and Joe Burrow, we hate each other. Yeah, but you started hating Josh Allen too. Let's not well, revise history here. I developed Josh Allen. Oh, a very big oh, so you're trying to develop Joe Burrow as well, or you're just like, I'm done. No, I just I'm, hate him. No, okay, he can fine. never come. Fair for me. Fine. Fair. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. I mean, Lamar Jackson could play. I, I, I think it would be quite entertaining. I don't think anybody else will. <laughs> I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, you know, I don't know. He, he can make a decision. The other thing is like, um, who does he have? He has nobody. Okay. Yeah, no, that's it. All right. Sorry. Sorry, stop. I think he's probably stuck playing him, which is yeah, probably not probably. a position you want to be in because you'd like to have the option. But based yeah. on the timing of the games, like you're saying, he's not going to have the option. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Either way, um, I mean, you could Kenna, hold it. I mean, you could hold it and you could see if Lamar will play. I mean, it's a possibility, I guess he's going to play. Right now, Penna didn't come anywhere near close to beating Stav, 137 to 78 and a half. Penna said it himself he hasn't known how to play his team since he made the trades. I don't know if that's so true. I still would have played the, I would have rolled out the roster that he rolled out, right? Like you're not going to sit Nick Chubb against Cincinnati. You're not going to sit yeah. Travis CDN yet. You might soon. He's been having, yeah, he's been like Jacksonville's just throwing the ball a ton. And I, I don't yeah. know what that is. Again, we still don't know really what's going on with Buffalo and, and Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, but they played the jets last week. That's a tough, um, a tough matchup. We knew that yeah. was going to be a tough matchup. We had we talked about it last week, and Jalen Waddle is still, I think, nursing some sort of injury. Also, Miami seems to have lost their minds. Like I don't. Well, I think the big thing here, honestly, for him is Cleveland has gone just absolutely awry with Deshaun Watson. I mean, Jacoby, uh, Jacoby, what's his name? Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury. Ellsbury. Wow, you had you had a totally different sport in ten wow. years ago. <laughs> wow, I am embarrassed. I'm turning a little red. Um, you know, I think I mean Nick Chubb is like he's he's a he is a surefire number one, and I mean so you can't really take him out because he can go off twenty eight before you even know it. Right. I mean, maybe he was talking about the fact that like Najee put up ten and he could have gotten points from Najee over Travis Etienne, maybe. Yeah. But like Najee hasn't been a, a surefire thing. David Njoku had a great week at 11, and Mark Andrews only got one. Again, you traded for Mark Andrews. You're not going to sit him. But Mark Andrews obviously yeah. has been impacted by Lamar Jackson's injury as well. So that's yeah. a big deal. The other thing I want to uh, say, too, about Lamar. One more thing to say about Lamar, apparently. Um, you know, when it gets late in the season, he sucks. Well, I think he wears down because he takes a lot of hits. Yeah, he just saw, I mean, he doesn't, I don't know, like. Don't uh, yeah, actually maybe, don't maybe tell me it. that because there's been plenty of times where Stav has beat me with Lamar getting like yeah, I'm trying to curse points, you. So. That's what I'm working. I get on. it. I get it. So, <laughs> all right, but so that was you know I'm team that was Stav, huge. Right, Penna sixth loss in a row. So yeah. let's just go back again. Penna at some point was six and two in first place yeah. in the league. Lost six in a row is now six and eight, yeah. and is in the outside looking in for the playoffs. That is really, that has to be one of the bigger. I don't know, like, I don't know, like, uh, moments in, in the league. Like, that's a really, that's a big deal. 
Well, Pena said that if he lost players, he has. I mean, you you just got rid of Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and all those great players out of the playoffs. Like they're not a threat to you anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, they haven't been playing that great, which is why he's out of the playoffs. So, but they're good firepower. They are good firepower. They're what you want. You want those things. He had good depth. I think he was, he was poised to make a real run. I just don't know what happened. Um, Anyway, he did say if he didn't make the playoffs, he was going to change his name. So the, uh, the second committee that's being formed is the Dave Penna team naming (laughs) committee, DPT and C. Yeah. Now, just a little reminder, when we did start this, so the idea was to be like your location meets some sort of thing fun it, that has skewed a bit. So I don't think it really matters all that much, but um, hence why I think the Mansfield Tims has become like, you know, in the upstate masters, like this. Yeah. Or the Cuca so middle fingers. Yeah, um, but speaking of the Cuca middle fingers or the Cuga middle fingers, as they are actually known, um, <laughs> this against the Goodwill punting, we all thought, like Kevin had the best chance to win and be in. And now mind you with the way things panned out with all of the teams that were in must win games losing. Yeah. Had Kevin won, I believe he would have made the playoffs. I would have made the playoffs. So would that have been been first? I don't remember the last time Kevin was in the playoffs. I don't mean to be offensive. (laughs) I believe this would be the first time that Kevin made the playoffs. He would have made, Oh, Kev, I was so, (laughs) and you know, frankly, I think with Kevin's team, he had a chance to do well in the playoffs because he has been doing well. Um, Now, mind you, Kevin made some interesting choices. He went with Tua over, uh, over, you know, yep. Gino. Yep. Gino had a great game, 31 points. It would have made the difference. If he had played Gino, he would have been in the playoffs. However, that said, Tom's team got the benefit of the Philadelphia Eagles playing the incredibly crappy New York Giants. Yeah. Um, and Miles Sanders gets 28 points. This goes into Monday night, and there was still a very good very chance. Good. Ramondre that, Stevenson is a good player. Right. Kevin had Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, the other thing that really hurt Kevin and actually really would have hurt his playoff chances is he lost Debo. Um, Debo got yeah. carted off the field and is yeah. not likely to play during the, the playoffs at all now. And his depth beyond that probably would have limited him. Now, mind you, he could have picked anyone else at quarterback because even Trevor Lawrence put up 45 points yeah. in a ridiculous yeah. week. Yeah. So Tom puts up 11 points with Mac Jones. Ramondre Stevenson, again, in a very weird game. So we should talk about the Monday Night Football game for a second. I haven't watched Monday Night Football much this season. I did watch Monday Night because the Pats were playing. Kyler was playing. I kind of wanted to see how he would do. Kyler yeah. ends up tearing his ACL on the third play of the game. Yeah, Mind you, yeah. that's how I walk into first place in my cousin's league because uh, the guy who was in first place had Kyler uh, needed to score like eight points to to win and then would have had first place. Oh, and, wow. and the other guy, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, ultimately Kyler ends up leaving with zero points. Wow. Um, big, big loss, you know, for guys going in the playoffs who kind of got there on Kyler's back. Now, mind you, Kyler hasn't been that good, but a lot of people drafted Kyler high, so you can imagine that's yeah. that's a big deal. So anyway, Ramondre Stevenson gets hurt, ends up coming back in the game. We think there's second life for Kevin. Nope. He ends up nope. leaving the game <laughs> and staying out after the second half. Yeah. Mac Jones played poorly, right? Only 11 points. Yeah. Um, we They... They got some contributions from like a random running back. No one's ever heard of um, yeah. something Paris junior, I think. And so anyway, tough loss for Kevin. Now this puts us into the tiebreaker situation to settle the playoffs. So now we have the seeds. We talked yeah. about this situation. I am not putting my Steve Kornacki. I've, I've banished <laughs> Steve Kornacki to the closet <laughs> until next year. Well, I'll dust him off and be upset that I have to bring out the, the analytics again. Three teams end up tied 
for the last spot of which the we kind of thought would would happen. Well, yeah. that's not a surprise. Yeah, right? but instead of four, which was possible, it was right. three. Um, Patrick didn't have to worry anymore because of the big losses, so he was he was automatically in with the, right. the yep. virtue of his record. Um, the Tim's win and Patrick's loss put them tied. So to split their tiebreaker, this is going to be a very interesting matchup this week. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but for the last seed of the playoffs, there were three teams tied. The Cougar Middle Fingers, the Team Penna, and the Q Garden Bulldogs. Now, a lot of people in regular leagues with an eight teams making the playoffs or 10 teams making the playoffs, whatever, right, would say, I can lose in any given week. It's a bye week. I really don't need to pick up players. I could lose in any week. With six teams making the playoffs, every week really counts. And it, it more does. importantly, you don't know which matchups are going to count when you're talking about head-to-head matchups to settle playoff seeds. And in this case, Matt had key wins over Penna, had beat him twice, and went one and one against the Cuga Middle Fingers. Yeah, yeah. So at three and one, and actually he had played them the most. Now, mind you, ESPN under standard scoring said, All right, these teams have not played each other equal amounts because Kevin and Penna only played each other once um and so it ended up being like three games for their matchups head to head and four when matt was in breakdown was i need to pull it up so i don't misquote it um three and one for matt because he could beat penna twice went one and one against kevin um and then kevin and penna were tied Oh, yeah they were tied Declan that's right <laughs> um and so they both were one and two um and this ultimately kind of worked out in Kevin's favor at the end of the day because while he didn't make the playoffs the head-to-head record against Penna actually put Penna's ahead of him and Kevin gets a better draft pick as a result yeah um so Penna not only gets kicked down out of the playoffs loses six in a row now has the worst possible draft pick for not making the playoffs that you can get, right? Picking right in the middle at four. And then when we actually really think about it, he doesn't even get that pick because it was the most heavily traded pick (laughs) of the league. uh, And that pick is going to Tim. Yeah. Uh, So, so Penna actually is not going to benefit from even not making the playoffs this year. So that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, so the, the whole thing is cool. So we can say yeah. now, Tom, you're on the clock, followed by yeah. the second overall pick. I also is... loved, um, really quick. I actually love that you did like the preliminary thing at like at night after Monday Night Football, and then you're like next morning, like just double check it. <laughs> I was like, I reserve the right to change this later because yeah. my, Steve Kornacki really draws a lot of energy out of my body when he possesses me. Um, and so like people don't fully understand how much that takes to do all of this crazy math, well. but. Um, you, did, you do it great, man. I don't know how you do it all. You know, you're gonna have another baby, so you can be a more paternity at the end of next year too. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in paternity every year, and <laughs> I'll just have two kids. I, I'm gonna need an extra. I'm gonna have to grow an extra arm. Kids. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so so the playoff bracket um results in the Q Garden Bulldogs getting the sixth and final spot. They're gonna take on the Boston Gangstav this week. Um, Davis Square Hipsters matches up with the Dad Bod. Now, mind you, um. Was there anything else we wanted to cover before we get into next week? I don't think so. No, I think that's. I think it. we've got it all. So, yeah. Um, let's get. Let's start picking some. Yeah, let's do it. Picks. Let's do it. Let's do so, it. So let's start with. Um, 
let's start with the Kew Garden Bulldogs and the Boston Gangstop since we're there. So we've already talked quite a bit about this matchup kind of proactively as we were talking about the yeah, yeah. Stops team and and whether or not he has the strength without um without Lamar, Lamar yeah. in there. So he he has made some changes to his lineup, at least as we're looking at it here. Um he he's slotted Brian Robinson Jr. Have you heard what happened to Brian Robinson Jr.? <laughs> was, he, was he didn't he have he was maybe he was shot? I shot the dark here. I think <laughs> he may have been shot during like a like an attempted robbery. Yeah. I I Which is nothing heard... we should be a proud of in any of these moments. No, Why I were just you don't... around that? Yeah, I don't <laughs> I've never mm. almost been shot because of a robbery, I suppose. I don't know. I I feel like we would have heard more about this. <laughs> you would think right, they would we bring it up during going. We Yeah, okay. This. Sorry, sorry. All right. So <laughs> Sorry, just a little inside so, joke. <laughs> I, yeah, I like, I like it. <laughs> and we're going to hear so much of it now because they're playing the Giants on Saturday. Everybody can watch the game. Or not yeah. Saturday. That's next week that they're playing on Saturday. But... Yeah, they're play- at least they get the Sunday night game. They week. have the Sunday night game. Mike Tree. I, I can listen to Mike Tree. Tell me anything about him if you want. <laughs> tell me he's shot 50 times. I don't care. Yeah. All right. So that's he's made up some changes there. Brian Robinson Jr. is coming in. I think that helps kind of buoy against some of the concern with Brock Purdy being in there. I think he is going to have to play Brock Purdy, like we said. I think he um, is too. I think what I hate about this matchup is that we're going to know tonight in a lot of ways kind of where this is going. You know, if we were, if we were actually having this, we were doing this episode tomorrow, I think our minds would be, this would be a very different conversation. So thank God we got this in before. Yeah. Cause we would know. Yeah. We would know. We would totally know. Now we know three big players. So Stav is projected to win 117.9 to the Q garden Bulldogs 93.2. I do think Matt has an uphill battle to win here. His running back depth is, not good. He's benched Kareem Hunt. He's got J.K. Dobbins in and Gus Edwards in. Yeah. My behind the scenes theories, he's put both these guys in because he wants us to weigh in on which one he thinks we should. We think he should play. <laughs> I I I'm just kidding. We in that. I think he wants to hear your. <laughs> so he's got both J.K. and Gus Edwards in there. Now he might need to. I'm. I would not play Kareem Hunt against Baltimore. I. Yeah. I don't know. You know. I, I think that's a tough. Tough sell. If Damian Harris is going to play on Sunday, maybe he plays Damian Harris. Because if Ramondre Stevenson doesn't play, Damian Harris is probably a much better yeah. safe play there. I would play J.K. over Gus Edwards based on the usage last week. Um, as long assuming everyone's healthy, I play both here though. Right, but you know the one thing is he took out Kareem Hunt for the expense of Michael Carter. Michael yeah. Carter had negative one points last week. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that you react to that, but. Detroit's defense has been playing pretty yeah, good. Yeah. And Zonovan Knight's been playing rather well in New York as well. So I don't know that I feel great about yeah. keeping Michael Carter in there, but we'll see what I he... I would probably go to the flex spot yeah. here and probably... Uh, the problem is I'd probably keep Michael Carter and maybe oh. take out Gus Edwards and then maybe put in Cortland Sutton or something, you know, or something. Declan, Declan <laughs> thought that was hilarious, or but something. I agree with you. I agree with you that Cortland Sutton is maybe a play here, although he's he seems to be a little hurt. Yeah. Um, the one thing is that Arizona defense is not good. Richie James um, not a terrible play too. Yeah. Um, he's tough, but anyways, yeah, this is interesting. This will be a really interesting matchup. All right. Well, I mean, if I'm I'm taking I'm taking Boston Gang stop here. Because I mean, San Francisco is very good. They got their players are playing very, very good football. Their offensive play calling is very, very good. So I think I think um, I think Stav nets that benefit, and then I think he wins the game. I, uh, only downside is the Thursday game. 
Uh, yeah, the timing is what's really making this bad for mm. for. Uh, luckily, maybe the one thing that could really work for Matt in his favor is if Amon Ross St. Brown has a really strong game, which he could. Yeah, the problem is could. he's playing the Jets, so yeah. Sauce Gardner is probably going to be on him. He's going to have yeah. a tougher day. Now that mind you, DJ Shark has been back and playing very well. Yeah. Um, and so maybe there's enough to keep things moving yeah. for him. We'll see. But yeah. um, I'll, I'll, fun fact is Matt did pick up um. Chigozim Onkonkwo again. Yeah. So maybe he's going to play him over Mark Andrews. We'll see. Yeah. But that's, I don't know how you, or no, he's got I Cole Komet and he's not even playing Mark Andrews. So yeah. woo, we'll see. He's got to keep Mark Andrews in there, right? I would think funny, so. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's going to be Mark, Mark Andrews, <laughs> the most <laughs> traded, one of the most traded players. I honestly, I think if you are playing Stav in this situation, you have to put in all of the players that you think could have big weeks because yeah. you're not going to get. You're not going to beat Stav's team with just like consistent average. You're going to need 120 yeah. points to feel comfortable about beating Stav's yeah, team, yeah. especially with Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook in there and yeah. and in healthy number one. Yeah. And they have nice matchups. Dalvin Cook against Indy. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. So I think you gotta you gotta go for the home run plays here probably. Um. And maybe he can. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm rooting for you, Matt. I'd much rather play you than Stav. Um. We should also talk about that for a second. We were talking about how we don't reseed after the first round of the playoffs. The NFL does. So yeah. at our summer meeting, we might want to consider whether or not we actually do uh, a reseeding after the playoffs, such yeah. that the lowest seeds play the highest seeds. Right. So um, to give you the example, if Matt were to win, you are not actually playing Matt because he's the eighth seed in the whole in the whole uh, of the whole bracket. Right. Ray is. You're playing the winner of the. Four and five in the four and five, which is really that's that is really odd. I don't I don't I don't love that. So I think we should consider that. I I mean it makes sense because you're guaranteed to play the lower seed, yeah, like statistically, right? But not necessarily at the end of the day. Right, so right. I you're, think it's the upset is the key here. We should definitely think about it. We can definitely think about it. Yeah. I, we actually was thinking about it in the in context of a different of my cousin's league, yeah. where like yeah. if I win, I have a very right. hard road to winning the whole thing. I would just love, I lose to Stav in the playoffs. So Matt, if you could get him out now, that would be really great. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. I think we should, let's keep talking about the next game. And then let, maybe we just go through the whole bracket. What do you think? Like, let's not pick the team yet. And then we'll go through. I think you kind of get a sense of who we're picking, but yeah, let's talk, let's talk Davis Grossers and Dadbot. What do you, uh, what's your analysis on this? Cause this is, this, this is going to be tight. It's yeah, going to be tight. So they played each other twice during the regular season. They they finished one and one against each one other, and, and the point differential yep. was seven points overall. Yeah, yeah. So they both won by about thirty when they played each other, and they got the win. But like they they their teams are are relatively close to each other in terms of strength. Yeah. And when we look at the standings overall, Dadbod has the edge, right? Like he's got about an eighty point per week edge. Yeah. Um, in terms of how many points have been scored for him. Um, 1548 versus 1487. So I, I mean, the the seeding to me makes sense, right? Patrick's probably the slightly stronger team on paper. Um, and so I guess we can see exactly where that, what you know, how that ends up. But I, it's gonna be an interesting matchup, right? Yeah, it's just gonna be really tough. I mean, Tim, I don't know. Tim's team's just so hard to predict. I'm having a hard time with it. I know. Well, the one thing is I would say it was harder to predict prior to the trade, right? I yeah. think now that he's got a solid quarterback. Well, yes, yes. Justin Herbert can have down weeks, 
but like i feel like i mean let me look real quick to see where he's at but like you know other than tennessee matchup for justin herbert is good because i think they need to win yeah, and Tennessee's defense has not been playing yeah. well the last, which is funny because we started saying how they start to play better by the end of the season. They've actually been playing worse, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he, I think he needs the twenty points from him. And he could be fine. I, the big question I think for me is, this is crappy timing for him as well. San Francisco is playing Seattle tonight, right? So DK yep. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. There's risk with playing two wide receivers. Yeah, yep. wide receivers and quarterbacks rarely play really, really good on Thursday night football. And I think there's some risk there. I, I, it could be the other way, right? They could have a great matchup. They could have to throw the ball a lot because Christian McCaffrey could, um, you know, score a lot of points or something. But I, San Francisco's defense is also very good. So I, yeah. it, it's like one of those where we're probably going to know after tonight whether or not Tim will have the guts to to beat him up. But um, yeah, yeah this is a big. It's a big Thursday night game. You're gonna have to edit this thing real soon. <laughs> I will. I will try to get this in before Thursday night for sure. I, yeah. There's gonna be some editing. I, I don't know if. Yeah. Uh, depending on how good my editing is, you may or may not know <laughs> I feel whether or not how how inter- how many times Declan has started yeah. screaming interrupt on this one. So, um, this first world dad problems. Um, yeah. Hashtag dad problems. Um, hashtag dad problems. Speaking of hashtag dad <laughs> you know, problems, if that, see if if Kevin were you know in the thing, he would have changed his team to hashtag dad problems this week. Yeah. Well, speaking of hashtag dad problems, <laughs> Patrick. Do it anyways. Patrick's got to play Saquon this week against Washington, right? And Saquon just played Washington and had a pretty pedestrian day. If this neck injury is lingering, all of the yeah. Washington defense is coming off the bye and well relaxed. Um, you know, I think that's probably the biggest question mark for him going into this he's not playing Dante Foreman right now which I understand is probably a good call because you just don't know what's going on in Carolina they've been playing fine but he's got a tough matchup against Pittsburgh um the choices for wide receivers he's got Mike Williams in there this could come back to bite him or help him you never know I mean I think the one thing is the tight end matchup like neither of these guys are they don't inspire a lot of confidence Mike Gesicki has not been playing very well um tyler higby has been playing fine but no one really knows what he'll do with baker under center yeah, so yeah. um it Saquon this... is due for a big week if the giants want to get into the playoffs they gotta win so Saquon's ordinary right now so it'll be i don't know we'll see how he does i know well joe burrow i think the one thing is joe burrow's matchup against tampa bay is a pretty good one it's a good um one. so yeah. i think i think patrick has a pretty good leg up here, i think he's but... got a bit of a lead as well yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right. Um, so should we pick the winners of these two games? And then we, can I think pick- we should. Okay. I think we should. Let's start. Where do you want to start? Let's start, let's start with your, let's so, so the winner will, the, the, the Mansfield Tims will be playing my, my chose, my pick is the cousin hashtag dad bod. I am. I similarly think that's the case. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm also really secretly hoping for it because I, nothing too, would because be better. Bocce curse would be the amazing on Christmas weekend. Be Christmas Eve, bocce will be here. Yes, that will be amazing. Sorry, Tim, to, like, but I'm gonna have to amazing. like pet her head to like yeah. get good luck. Ooh, maybe we need writers in this league because this would be a good storyline. This would be a great story. Well, when when they put us in the uh, the Radio Hall of Fame, we can talk about that's right. The, <laughs> that's right. The Cousin that's right. Bowl of 2022 will right. hopefully be epic. All right. Um, so that, playing no plus, oh, never mind. Just playing Patrick is always fun because he panics. He tries all the reverse curses. It's going to yeah. be, everybody should root for this. It's going to be, and, and get your I popcorn I hope ready. it happens. I hope it happens. We'll find out tonight, basically. Okay. Yeah, that's um, true. All right. Playing no luck, literally, for 
the next round for me <laughs> will be, and I got the jersey, Boston Gang stuff. It's got to be the Boston Gang stuff. I, you know, I know the question marks with Brock Purdy. I just there's too many other question marks with Matt's team, um, yeah. and the depth. I, you know, I'm sure Matt feels that way too. Um, but you know, putting the Steve Kornacki hat on, sorry, taking it off. Is that if we use ESPN <laughs> rules, Matt would have been the last seed out of those groups because he had the least points scored for him in the season, and he's now playing a guy who has routinely put up a yep. lot of points. It's going to take something magical, a Christmas miracle, if you will, for Matt to to pull off a win here. I think, yep. um, but I'm going with you. I'm going you with the stuff. I'm going you with the stuff. You never know. It could All happen. Right. It could do you happen. Want to keep going, or do we want to come back next week because of players and injuries and things like that? Well, what? We will re- like my playoff rankings. We reserve the right to change our minds next week. <laughs> That's right. But let, let, just right. for fun, let's where we are right now. Things can happen. Injuries can happen. Obviously, let's put no look literally up against the. Uh, we both the said Boston the Boston Gang stuff. stuff. So yeah. the Boston Gang stuff, and, and frankly, I mean, this is why I'm also going against Matt. I think you'd have a really hard time beating Ray's team. I think a lot of people are going to have a hard time beating Ray's team. The the downside for Ray, but he has plenty of depth to make up for this, is CD Lamb or no, sorry, DeAndre Hopkins loses Kyler Murray. Yeah. I don't think he plays better with Colt McCoy. McCoy's been all right though. Oh, speaking of which, Ray, we gotta get together. We gotta come up with our side bet for golf scores. Side bet, yeah. Um, yeah. and so in the past we've always done golf score. You have yep. to field a full team. Yep. Whoever scores the lowest amount of points wins. Yep. Um, so I will Ray, I will text you um and we can set up something, some sort of side bet. All right. So you wanna go next round here? We'll start with no look literally in Boston gang stuff. Yeah. Who are you going? Right. So after a little bit of a quick review in my head, uh, some quick thoughts. I, I take in that round, I take Boston gang stuff. And I think because I think the quarterback comes back to haunt Ray a little bit between Daniel Jones and Justin Fields versus what will probably be a very good San Francisco team going forward. I I'm taking Boston gang stuff. I'm taking the no look literally both out of wanting not to face Stav in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, and also, um, which I guess I could if Ray wins and then I lose, then I'd have to play uh, the Boston Gang stuff for third place. But I, you know, I was very down on Ray's team early on. You know, I I, I have been proven wrong. The the yeah. players, like the emergence of Kenneth Walker the third. I would say that this is the big, the big piece. If Kenneth Walker the third is healthy enough, he makes it you know, back by the time that Ray has to play a game. Ray's team is dangerous regardless of what needing a quarterback. And I think the same kind of problems that, that Stav has on his team with quarterback Ray has. So player to player line to line with Kenneth Walker in there. I think Ray has a real shot to be competitive against Stav. Um, And it really could come down to who goes off that week. The number one thing is like Tony Pollard. Finally, Dallas is realizing like Tony Pollard is a good football player and letting him run the ball. And I think that's that's yielded dividends for uh, for Ray. So I'm going the no luck literally to make it to the championship game. All right. All right. And then so, between the Mansfield tins and the hashtag dad bod, the bottle battle of the cousins. Who do you I got? We did that one, did we? Well, we we didn't pick who would win that one to go to oh. the championship game. 
Oh, to the chimney. No. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know where I was. My mind, my mind went out there. Like, cause you said so you picked, you, you were one, going I with a little, I was, Oh, you were talking and I was completely ignoring you and I was shaking my head. I did. It's okay. You'll re-listen and then you'll I think realize I was right. saying everything. So brilliant. I looked to see who Joe Burrow was playing in the following week and they're up against new England at new England. I think that's a tough matchup for Joe Burrow. And I think some of your big players like Tyreek and some others, I think they play green Bay and some other lower levels. So because of the matchups and because your team is so loaded up, I am taking the Manfield, the Mansfield Tims to go to the championship game. I the botching curse continues. I do, I do like my chances against that matchup, like you're saying in particular. My concern, and I don't know, and I'm sure other people feel this way too, is as first off, all those games are so scattered all over the place. Guys who get hurt this week may not have the time to recover prior to the Saturday games, right? The other thing that I just don't know how to read this new playoff schedule with the week in, week out, who's going to get sat so they preserve guys who feels good enough that they're making the playoffs. They know they can't make it into that bye week, so they're not playing for anything. What What is it that, how does this new elongated schedule and playoff format impact guys that are playing on a fantasy level? And, you know, do guys get pulled earlier because they're, they have big leads or, you know, that part worries me. Um, some of the, my guys are on very good teams and could potentially really lead to challenges there. So I, I'm also picking me. So that sets us up for yeah me versus Ray. For <sighs> you and me versus Boston gang stuff for me. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We're separate. Yeah. I think that'll be a great matchup. I like my chances. I uh, I like the depth, but I think it'd be a great matchup. Um, really I think, between either, I think it'd be a great matchup. Yeah, I would take me in the case of against Ray. All right. Well, who, if it goes Stav, where are you going? Ooh. Well, you're the one who thinks it's going to be Stav, so I don't have. To I know, but like if, if it's Stav, I'm going to lose. It's just that's just ingrained. That's how it happens. <laughs> I have the Stav curse. It's what it is. I, um, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I can easily pick this championship. Obviously, you know, I am, I have the Jersey, but I'm probably your biggest fan of the Mansfield Tims and the depth and, and all that. And you sort of play it down. And we all say to ourselves, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> I take the Mansfield Tims to win the 2022, 2023, 2022 season. I think you're going to take it all. I appreciate it. I look, I, I know I play down on my team. I, that's not to say that I'm just trying to be humble. I do think my team is good this year. I feel very good about my team. I feel good about the depth this year. The rookie running backs that I picked up ended up being something bigger than I thought they would be like as a Pacheco and Rashad white yeah. that I'm not even worried about my running back depth. Like I was earlier in the season. Um, I am feeling good about my chances for sure. And I appreciate all the love and support for my team and how everybody hates me. This yeah, did not no, work out we well. You. We love you, but we hate you. That's taking us out with the screaming. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, this was awesome. Uh, playoff fantasy football is underway. We're going to see how it goes. Everybody enjoy the week. Playoff football. Let's see what happens. And I can't wait to hear what the bet is between Dave and Ray at the end of the day. So. We'll see. We're going to have to come up with something good, but we're on borrowed time here. I think I got to go. We got to go. We'll see you next week. shouldn't have to go downstairs unless he has a blowout diaper situation. <laughs>
Which that could be great Same. for the air. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should pee actually. I should pee. Hang on. Speaking of bowel movements, <laughs> are you ready? Am I Born ever ready? Born ready. Born ready. <laughs> I always All say right. that, but today I don't know. I don't feel like I was born ready. I don't know what that says about me. Maybe it's sad. Maybe it's seasonal affective disorder. I'm no longer feeling born ready. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> we have to talk after this. Yeah, I guess we're just gonna kind of wing it here. So here we go. When are Three? we ever not winging it? For the it's record? true. It's true. 